Hey there, I'm Eric J. Olson. And I'm Kevin Daisy. You're listening to the Managing Partners Podcast, where we interview top lawyers about how they're growing their firms. Hey, everybody, it's Eric J. Olson for another episode of the Managing Partners Podcast. Today I have, you know what? I should have mentioned this beforehand. I've actually brushed up on your name because I knew it wasn't Angel. Well, it's Angel in Spanish, but... And, and hell, say it again. Angel, but it's, and it's hell. Angel. It is Angel in English. <laughs> since we're speaking English, everybody can call me Angel. It's, it's, uh, I no longer get involved in that battle. Yeah. Gave that up at around 11 years old. I was like, okay, enough's enough. Yeah. If, you want, if you're speaking to me in Spanish, I'll be Angel. If you're speaking to me in English, I'll be angel no big yeah. deal yeah, yeah no I, I figured it was an angel and that was just the uh, americans butchering. so i actually reached out to kelly i'm like hey how do you say this eric i had to do something trust me okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's, it's definitely a different name in, in america huh although it's becoming more popular because there are more of us now well, that is true yep there yeah. you go well yeah. cool i i appreciate you joining us once you uh, Take a minute and uh, let everyone know a little bit about what you do and okay. about your business. You want to know a little bit about me, the business? Yeah, you, oh, you and- okay, look. Well, I uh, actually was born in Honolulu, Hawaii, but I was raised in Puerto Rico until sixth grade. And that's where my dad's family is from. And we still had some relatives living on the island. So we uh, we left uh, uh, Hawaii's short stint in the country of Panama and then back to Puerto Rico until sixth grade. And then my parents divorced and I moved to, to Kansas City where I went to high school. And then after graduating from the University of Michigan Law School, I actually uh, had the pleasure of working at the oldest firm on Wall Street. I did that for exactly a year. And and then I moved to Dallas because my best friend was here and I got a job offer at what time was considered a prestigious Dallas firm. And so I said, what the heck, let's give it a shot. So I uh, came here, took the Texas bar, and then I promptly quit that law firm and opened up my own law firm. <laughs> I, uh, I was the first lawyer in America to advertise on Spanish language television because I speak Spanish. And uh, and the rest of the story, is, as I'm fond of saying, is a 27-year overnight sensation. It, it was that simple. Imagine that, huh? Yeah. As far as me personally, I live with my wife, Marie Reyes. She uh, is an entrepreneur of her own. She has two medical spas and has had them for uh, 16 years. So she stays very busy with that. We have a 15-year-old daughter who lives with us and my mom who lives with us. So we're one of those like early intergenerational households that you guys keep reading about, you know, but it's going to get more and more normal. So we just think we're a postmodern family in that regard. Funny side uh, story, just for the heck of it. Uh, my wife and I participated in the very first season of The Real Housewives of Dallas, and that was actually train wreck of an experience and so my uh, my wife said hell no to getting on the crazy train for season two that's a few years back but not that far back so if you were to google marie reyes you will see all kinds of bravo real housewife stuff and uh, i like to mention that story just because it was such a freaking train wreck that's um, really neat i yeah, did not know that about you it was pretty pretty crazy it was a pretty weird experience you know what i'm not working what do i like to do I like to travel I like to surf I like to ski to box obviously i live in dallas i'm not surfing on in Dallas, got to get on an airplane, but I'm willing to do it to serve. And that's, so those are kind of the hobbies that keep me busy. And, you know, that, uh, and, and trying to keep myself a little healthy. I don't know, you know, I'm not perfect. I try. I guess it's that progress, not perfection that I'm okay with. And so what was the other question? It was about the, what are we- Yeah, just a little bit about yourself personally. But yeah. actually, I've got, I got a bunch of questions right now. So oh, uh, let's hear them. You, yeah. you mentioned surfing. Where do you like to go to surf? Oh my gosh. So one of my favorite places, Sayulita, Mexico, which is okay. near Punta 
Montamita. Some of the Colombians might be more familiar with Montamita than they are Sayulita, which is a very small surf town, total hippie town. If you're not a hippie dippy, don't go. You're not going to like it. If you're a hippie dippy surf guy, you'll love it. Or gal, you'll love it. If you can't to, if you're okay surfing cold water, I can't recommend. Malibu in the summer is literally world class. Hawaii in March, world class. Bali in March, April, May, world class. I've had the, the good the good fortune of having served, I think, four continents. And sorry about that light. I'll see if I can get it to come back on. <laughs> hey, let, let yeah, yeah. There we go. If, if, you, if you sit too long in your chair and you don't right. in, my, in my office, it's a energy efficiency um, that we're, that we're not cool with. Sorry about that. And so those are those are my favorite places. So you know, California, Mexico, Hawaii, Puerto Rico is a good place too. It's a little harder to, harder to get to get there as often, but you know that's uh, those are some good surf spots. That's awesome. That's really cool. Actually, I'm surprised to hear you say that it's harder to get to Puerto Rico than say like Hawaii. Well, only because when you get to Puerto Rico, it's a longer drive to the to the surf spots than than it is in Hawaii, where you can literally be there in 30 minutes. And, there you go. Cool. Yeah. And then all right, Real Housewives. That's really cool. So I uh, <laughs> that was a, a guilty pleasure of mine for a little while with my wife. No kidding. Oh my gosh. I don't think we stayed Dallas is a, a more a newer version of it. It's, right? it's down the list. It's not one of, it's not one of your good it's not like New York or Orange I County or whatever I got. I got it. We knew we were down the pecking order. Trust me, it was obvious on, on how it was handled, done, and everything else. But that's okay. That's uh, that's gotta have been a crazy experience to have people in your house. And I, I just have to imagine. And I, we're way off top, but it's just. <laughs> I have to imagine that they're creating situations where you're going to get together with people that you know you're going to have some tension, right? They need yeah. tension. Yes, it is. As I like to say, I, it is not scripted, and anyone that thinks it is is wrong. And but it is produced, which yeah. means it's. It's sort of directionally maneuvered, but it, it's not directed per, per se. There's no scripting at all. There are, as you said, intentional clashes, yeah. and and the, there are enough people with enough ear, earbuds on listening to conversations to know how to make those collisions happen. It's, yeah, it's, pretty, yeah. it's pretty clever, actually, and I, my hat's off to them because it can't be easy to do what they do. We weren't interested in continuing, but the show goes on. Did you meet Andy? Yes, we did. At that's the, cool. that's the, you do that at the reunion yeah. when, when yeah. everyone wants to throw wine bottles at each other and stuff like that. <laughs> cool I love that show, but it just got to be too much. I guess kind of like for you and your wife as well. Like after yeah, a while, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Look, we, we, we work. That show's really designed for, I don't know, people that don't work maybe. So yeah. anyway, uh, said, how, what was the impact of that on your law firm? And we'll get into, I want to definitely yeah. find out more about the law firm, but yeah. Yeah, like, I, I don't think it had any impact on my law firm. You know, the the the, the spouses and and or significant others on the show are featured and shown, but not a really a part of the story. It's really about the housewives. So it didn't really have any impact on our law firm here. We don't we don't use it in any marketing or anything like that. It was just a, a funny story I thought I'd throw out there because really it was a it was a one year train wreck. I, yeah, I, I feel for you. Yeah. <laughs> well, cool. Yeah, let's let's hear a little bit about the law firm. What do you yeah, like, sure. tell? Tell us the name, and then yeah. what do you guys do? What's your expertise? Yeah. So, uh, so the name is Angel Reyes. It's Reyes Brown Riley, and uh, we specialize in plaintiff's personal injury cases. We only represent injury victims, mostly car and truck wrecks, but we also do some bad drug cases, everything from taxatier to low testosterone to trazolol cases that some of you may have heard of, some of you maybe not. And we also do some bad medical device cases, but the probably 80% of the work we do is car and truck wrecks all across, really all across the country, depending on the severity of the injuries. And uh, we've represented 
represented about 35,000 people over the last 27 years. So we, uh, we've done a lot of that work. That is a lot. So yeah, that, that's a, a huge volume of cases. It seems like how, how is it that, I mean, if, if that's your volume of cases then you're probably getting like two or three or five or maybe 10 times the number of people coming to you, what do you think sets you apart from your competitors that you're getting so many leads? Well, we do a lot of marketing. I will, I will, I can't understate that we spent north of 4 million in 2020 and it was, that, that was challenging. I mean, this has been a weird year. I don't think anyone would disagree with me that COVID certainly affected things for a significant amount of time and it continues to affect things. Um, but here in Texas, shall we say that Texans have not been super strict about locking down? Let's just leave it at that. So our traffic never did, you know, dip below about 50, 60%. So we still had those cases coming in. We also had a lot of cases. You know, we always carry 3,000-ish cases. So we still have plenty of cases from years past that we continue to work on. And so, you know, look, when it comes to how do we how do we get these cases, we use PPC, we use TV, we use Facebook, we use YouTube, organic SEO, blogs, just about anything you can name, we do. Google Google PPC is probably the best performer. We we have a we're, we're big enough with Google that we actually have a Google manager who will pick up the phone and call us back, which is kind of cool. A lot of small businesses are told that's going to happen when they sign up and then they can't even get an email to get answered. So, so that's kind of neat. We've got at least a little, you know, we're, we're on their radar barely. I'm still, I'm sure we're still micro to, to the, to the bigger organization, but at least they'll phone call and they will help. I got an internal marketing team that tracks our Google bidding all day, every day. It's a pain, but it's necessary. We use a software called Marin to also help with that effort. And, you know, folks that aren't familiar with Marin should probably consider it. There are really only two options, letting Google do their own auto bidding algorithm, you know, for you, or uh, you can use Marin. And, you know, for now we're using Marin just because we figured Google has got it figured out how to make more money somehow. And we're not sure. They've been good to us. We're going to keep using them. That's a good way to get some cases. But, you know, we use like Engage and Invoca to track our click to calls. That helps with website attribution as well. And this is really critical stuff because if you're not tracking where you're getting your cases and finding out how much it costs, we don't really, I mean, we care about what a lead costs, but we care more about what a signed contract costs. Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, that's where the rubber meets the road. I mean, if we got a signed contract, the money we spent for it, we don't want to overspend. Um, we want to we want to keep those costs in line, and so you know we 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 have a we have a fairly robust daily you know a couple of people that's all they do all day long. Um, so, so that's one way that we get you know over 200 cases a month every single month. That's all very very impressive what you just yeah. you're right. Like it's a funnel, right? So you have conversions at the, oh, you have attention at the top, then conversions, yeah. which means they just like took whatever actually you wanted them to. But right. What you're talking about is down to the lead, and even below that, case. Because that's all that matters. Thing. Because you can spend you know five bucks a click, but if but if all those clicks, if, if it takes. $7,000 worth of clicks to make a contract, you might be overpaying for that contract. So right. you know, those are things we pay a lot of attention to and really try to do the best job we can. I mean, I'm, I'm not for a second suggesting that we do it the best, but we spend a lot of time and energy on it and we try to get better and better at it. And we try to add software tools to help us get better and better at it. And, uh, and that's why we use Marin. So Very cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Do you have it to the point yet where um, you can pretty much calculate and maybe under normal circumstances, not COVID, but based 
basically dollar in gets you x number of dollars out yeah we 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 were, we, we were able to do that calculation yeah that's really interesting yeah. yeah so you could turn it up and turn it down you know the effect it, it, it takes a few years of data and and, it, and and a lot of a lot of sort of data mining because oh, yeah. the data isn't perfect ever it requires someone on you know inside making sure that every case that we ultimately reject because don't forget a contract that we like today could turn into a case we don't like in three months and so how do you how do you track that rejection rate yeah. again the fact that earlier you counted that as a bona fide good sign and so it's a it's a big circular attribution process and when you're spending four plus million a year you, i think you should be doing that unless unless you happen to have insanely great luck and, yeah. and you land all these big cases and it just doesn't really matter we have to be a little more sensitive about it because it matters to us and so we're we try to do the we try to do the best job we can to, yeah it's, and it's either that or it's, a good so it's, it's worth making the investment otherwise it's just pure intuition exactly yeah. and my intuition you know it's sometimes it's right sometimes it's wrong you know i don't know it's maybe it's like maybe it's like yours you know it's, sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't so anyway cool all right so uh you, you've got a, a pretty big marketing engine in place actually i would say a very big marketing and four million dollars a year in marketing and advertising that's impressive what do you think that's going to do for you in the next five to ten years and, and also uh, just to kind of like put a variant on that question uh, I, of course covid affected you but you know did, did you kind of like keep your your marketing at the same level maybe drop down a little for the last uh, nine months or did you like go all in we went all in we just did it and we still got really close to the number of cases we had in 2019 there were firms that cut back and, and i can understand why that that's not would not have been a horrible decision to make but we decided just to go ahead and press and stayed in all in didn't cut a single dime from our advertising budget and it worked out so you know attribute that to a little bit of luck let's face it i mean it worked out i mean who could have predicted certainly not in march april may june july that that strategy was going to be okay it would have you know most people in March were staring at the abyss, and so was I. But I just had a sort of, again, that that was intuition. I followed it, and, and it worked out this year. I'm glad it did. So I, you know, I, I do, uh, I do think I'll, we got a little bit lucky. Yeah, I mean, I was I was in a similar boat as you. Not we don't have quite the marketing budget for our own marketing firm as as you have for your law firm. But certainly there was, you know, that the initial reaction was to stop everything, hunker down, and that's what yeah. everyone else was doing. And you know, that lasted about two days, and then we decided to go on the offensive, and we doubled yeah. down our so media in particular we started doing more advertising and uh you know it's worked out for us that's for sure but but it's also yes intuition but also just lessons learned from other business leaders over the yeah. years yeah yeah like it's like an opportunity you can't be scared you can't just quit you can't just hide you know and so that's the, that's we made a similar decision and that sounds like it kind of worked out at least you know like was it perfect no but it worked out fairly well you know barely 10 percent difference in the number of cases this year versus last year and it sounds like it worked out pretty well for you too the only thing it did for us those it made us work like two or three hours extra every day like yeah. literally global pandemic causes lawyer hours to go from 55 to 65 a week had you told me that i wouldn't have believed you but yeah. somehow that's where we're at so the grind got grindier grindier got grindier grittier grittier and grindier well very <laughs> cool hey yeah. i appreciate your time where can people go to find out more information about you or about your company sure um our website address is you know www.reyeslaw r-e-y-e-s-l-a-w.com and uh it's always an easy way to find me by emailing me and my email address is angel a-n-g-e-l at reyeslaw r-e-y-e-s-l-a-w.com that has been my email address since 1993 it's the only one i have so 
I suspect you could probably Google me and find that damn email address because yeah. I don't hide it. So those those are the two easiest ways to find us, reach us. And we're always happy to share tips, best practices, forms, connections, connectivity, uh, anything anybody needs in Texas. We go out of our way to help because uh, we hope that people will return those favors if we ever need them. I hear you. No, that's super smart. And, you know, I, I think uh, I, I can clearly tell that you've been doing marketing for a long time because most people will not divulge their email address because they're afraid of the spam. And I'm sure it's just your email uh, address. Uh, you, know, you get spam, but I'd rather get flooded with, you know, leads and interest and have to deal with spam as well than have no one oh, emailing me. my gosh, of course. And you know, every once in a while, I mean, look, I get it. Spam annoys everybody. But I'm a big believer that, you know what, if you take just a second every once in a while, out of every 20 that you think should just never have come your way, you might learn something. You might find something out that you hadn't thought about. You might trigger a, a thought or an idea. I mean, let's face it. Your email to me, we are, here we are. We're having a conversation and, and who knows where this will lead. And I'm a big believer in the, uh, as, I, as I tell my daughter, I'm always open to the possibility of yes, as opposed to constantly no, 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 no. And so I would recommend that uh, anyone who hasn't tried to live their life that way, try because if you're open to the possibility of yes all kinds of cool things can sometimes happen i love that perspective and with that let's call it a wrap hey man thanks so much for your time i appreciate it thank you very much i'm, I'm honored to be here 